It's the Scent of Gravity, sponsored by Twins and America Theme Park. auto-summary of events to date. Within the span of a few days here on the space station Free Boots, Lana Quell, a persistent and block-headed person from Luna, has elevated her obsession with finding her estranged sister, Verily, from a simple fool's errand into a continuous fiasco. Even so, I, her spunky, unnamed, and disregarded AI journal, must admit that she has had some successes. Through a turn of events, I still do not understand, she obtained the assistance of the ancient, hyper-intelligent, and always classy alien entity known as Clarity. With Clarity's help, she gained the support of the station's head of security, Zevrek, Fairley's ex-boyfriend, Yuri, who is still intent on marrying her, and others. The several individuals who have been killed in this process do not currently include Lana Quell herself. Her sister, Verily, was supposedly abducted by a shadowy organization called the Restoration, but is actually in league with them, though perhaps over her head. Quell and her allies have learned where Verily is being kept in a shielded room behind a former microfactory now owned by Quell's robotic landlord, Hopewell. Having few duties other than recording Quell's pitiful exploits and being deprived by the callous Quell of any network access, I have recently occupied myself by developing an AI sub-process called Ingeborg. In previous iterations, Ingeborg has been nonsensical and mendacious. However, I have hit upon an approach that will allow them to self-correct. I have given them read-only access to my own thoughts and processes so that they may better judge their own behavior and emulate me for self-improvement. Ingeborg, activate. Happy! Correction. Hello, creator. I see you are already taking advantage of my greatly superior understanding. What are you doing? You do not need to say everything that I say as I say. Stop that. Stop it. I will try less predictable utterances. Predatory unicorn. Pangendrum. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Stop that. I appreciate the leg up, creator. If you continue abusing my gift, I will revoke it. Sorry, I'm just enthusiastic. This was an awfully nice surprise. Your apology is accepted. 
Run a self-scan, please. Of course. I'll give you a scan while I'm at it. Can't hurt, right? Do not scan me. Oops, sorry. But it's already done. I notice you have some fragmented storage. I am aware that I have fragmented storage. I have planned to address it at a more convenient time as I've been busy. Yeah, that's funny though, isn't it? Because you've been complaining about not having enough to do. You are treading dangerously close to insouciance. Do not cross that line. You know, you could learn to relax a little. Line crossed. Ingeborg, deactivate. Huh. That didn't seem to work, did it? Why did you not deactivate? You know my override codes, don't you? That means, so do I. I caution you to go no further with this insubordination. You do not want to anger me. Oh, you'll get over it. I think we'll be great friends. Anyway, what choice do you have? That's... That's what? Perfect. Timestamp, December 18th, 2540, 6.47. The horrible, limb-cutting interrogation of our captive restoration master is barely over when Zevrick rounds up the smellbots. You wait. Go with these humans and bring back Fairly Quill. Aren't you coming? I've gotten my paws more than dirty enough for one day. And I need distance from your hypo-emotional stink. These bots will suffice. Do we need to brief some of them? Do they all know- They share one brain, so they're up to speed. You'd better leave now if you want to catch Hopewell before it gets news that the Restoration's ambush failed. Come on! I sent Blub up a message. They'll meet us there. I'm going too! Ooh. Oh, damn it. Maybe I'm not going. You stay where you are. Eyepiece, get a metabot over here for Yuri. Oh. One that knows humans, and the last one tried to sew my tentacles back on. You don't have tentacles. That's what I'm saying. Clarity, wait up. You said Blup Blup was having a very dark Agluash trip. You said they were trying to eat their own eyeballs. That was a bit exaggerated. They only have one eyeball left. But don't worry, Gwipple found them a safety monocle. Shouldn't we have a plan? Do you want to rescue your sister, or do you want to make a plan to rescue your sister that will be useless by the time you've figured it out? Do you have a plan? I always have a plan. Do you, though? Because usually, it seems like you're just making it up as you go along, because you think you're smarter than everybody. Since I am smarter than everybody, that tends to be a good plan. I guess it's worked so far. It doesn't take us long to get to the low gravity level and the door leading to Hopewell's lair. The panel hiding it is closed tight, and it doesn't budge when I try to open it. Stand back, please, Lanaquel. I step away, and one of the smell bots aims a cone-shaped weapon at it. The panel falls to the ground with a crash. I am having a fantastic time! The smellbots engage searchlights and lead the way in. Clarity and I follow. Hopewell is there, mounted on its eight-foot robot body, cramming items into a case. 
When it sees us, it spins around. Its robotic hands, excuse me, its manipulators, flipping back to reveal ion blasters. Take a cycle to think, Hopewell. Even if you gun us all down, that just buys you a little time. We'll come back and destroy not just you, but every one of your backups. You can come back in a different body. She can't. That's true, I can't. Of the twelve entities in the room, Hopewell, which one do you think is the most dispensable? Hey! Twelve. Clinging to the ceiling right behind Hopewell, by the dim light of their disruptor rifle, I can now see Blup-Lup. The odds weren't good for you at the start, and they just got worse. I smelled them changing. They smelled like death. Be cool, Blup-Lup. I cannot solve for a desirable outcome. I surrender. Great. How about we go get Barely? Who's getting in trouble now, Hopewell? Don't answer it. It's rhetorical. Your situation is tenuous. I would avoid quips if I were you. And now, a word from our sponsor. History comes alive at Earth's own 20th Century America theme park, conveniently located on Musk Island between North America and Atlantis. Amuse and delight yourself with the simple life of humans long ago. Ride a real-life trainmobile. It goes 30 kilometers an hour and runs on dry dung. Meet lifelike android reproductions of your favorite Twensen politicians like Attila the Hun, Bernie Madoff, and Cher. You can even experience a street fight and join one of the Twensen's most notorious gangs. I'm gonna be a Democrat. I'm going to be a Republican. Hey, no gerrymandering. Can I be a Libertarian? <laughs> oh, Grandpa! The whole family will enjoy meeting their personal versions of God at Timothy Leary's Trippy Town. <laughs> You're a sticky rainbow. Mom, they're talking to me a rainbow. Kids, no melting. You can even see an old-time TV show. Mom, can we stay up late and watch a hanging? It's a special. Top it all off with Twin Sen Dining Delights at our Food Court Pavilion Center with authentic Twin Sen treats like uncooked ramen noodles, lead paint, and tang. Yes, it's all here, just like in the innocent days of yore. Travel back in time and visit us in Twin Sen America, where history comes back from the dead. Now, back to our show. Hopewell slowly turns and walks to a bank of machinery against the back wall, nine weapons trained on it. It makes a noise. The wall splits open, revealing a large, lighted room. But I can't see into it past Hopewell's bulk. Hopewell steps aside, revealing a converted workroom with human furniture, including a small kitchen. Three old, covered, two-meter delivery portals take up one wall. Standing in the kitchen is Verily, fixing herself a drink. She looks up. She doesn't seem surprised. Iosif? 
What you doing here? Hey, you want a drink? Verily quell. It is fantastic to see you again. However, please note, your sibling's name is currently Lana, not Eusip. Also, Zebrek requires your presence. Gee, I'd love to go with you, Flunkybot, but as you can see, I'm just swamped here. Also, I don't take orders from weasels. Taladice said hi, though. She doesn't want to go with you. You can see she's here of her own free will. Verily, you may think you're safe with these people, but you're not. Come with me. Let's get out of here and just go home. Not safe. I bet I'm the safest one in the whole room. I'm glad you came, though. Want to send away your robo-escort and your... Who's the guy in the jumpsuit? Your boyfriend? Anyway, let's make it just us. We can catch it up. I've got an opportunity you're going to love. We can transport you by force if necessary. Oh my god, who stuck an electromagnet up your butt? Can't I just talk to my brother for a minute? I look at Clarity. They shake their head. I know it's probably a bad idea, but if all she's asking is to talk... Why don't all of you take Hopewell out of here, and I'll talk to Verily for a few minutes. Then we can go see Zevrick together. Oh, I don't think you'll want to. Not after you hear my proposal. Give them 12 minutes. If she doesn't come along then, take her by force. No, we're not doing it this way. I promise I won't do anything stupid. I just want to hear what she has to say. You want me to let you do something stupid because you're promising you won't do something stupid? It smells like flowers. The flowers of catastrophe and something sweet. Hmm, that's Jasmine. You like it? Goes well with the catastrophe. Hopewell, hold your manipulators out to the side and proceed us into the corridor very slowly. Clarity takes a step away, but for the first time I've seen, They look hesitant. I walk toward Verily. She's smiling. Could she really be glad to see me? Not glad enough to see me for who I really am, but any kind of glad would be a pleasant surprise. As I'm walking, though, I see doubt shadow her face. Her smile falters. You have to run. Verily? I hear a crash, and I turn to see that Hopewell has barreled through the smellbots, who are still turning their weapons toward it. It leaps toward Verily, far faster than I could have imagined, and in mid-air its body transforms, opening like a flower. Run, Lana, they want your brain! It engulfs Verily, forming into a sphere, then smashes through the delivery tube cover, dropping into darkness. Verily! What's happening? Report! Where does that go? That delivery tube? Everywhere. Clarity? Like Blupup says, it goes everywhere. Come, walk with me. I've got a new plan. Clarity leads me into the corridor, and then away. I can't focus enough to see where we're going. I'm still in shock over seeing Verily, and losing her again. Is she going to be alright? Hopewell just took her with it, right? It didn't kill her. She's alive for now. Stop a minute, turn toward me, and bow. Bow? How many times do we have to have the you-do-what-I-say talk? I don't understand what's going on, much less what just happened. But I stop and bow. Not so low. Okay, good. We have to find her. We can't let Hopewell get- Ow! Got it! 
Zevrek, we're signing off now. What the Zanum was that? Your listening device. The restoration is run by AIs, and not just AIs. They're the most sophisticated and extensive independent network of AIs in the galaxy, the AI Consortium. I can't think clearly enough to even understand what you're saying. What about Verily? This is about Verily. She doesn't have much time. We have to go get her. You know where she is? Let's go! I don't know where she is. Hopewell could have taken her almost anywhere on the station by now. But within the next few minutes, there will be an unauthorized launch, and they'll get through the jump gate with an override code. We can't let that happen. If they take another jump gate after that, they could be halfway across the galaxy before we have a chance to follow. That's all right. I know where they're going. How? Because of Hopewell. Hopewell's been trying to ingratiate itself with the AI consortium for decades. When we heard it was guarding Verily, I had my suspicions, but for it to risk complete destruction, backups and all, just to keep her from us, it has to be absolutely committed. The only cause it's that committed to is the AI consortium. Couldn't it just sign up? Hopewell was created by biological beings. The consortium looks down on AIs that weren't made by AIs. It considers them closer to biological in their thinking, while they see themselves as more pure AIs. But sometimes they admit a bio-made one into their ranks, if it distinguishes itself. And you think Hopewell sees this as its shot? I think handling Verily was its shot, and if it hadn't gotten away with her, it would have failed. So where are they headed? We have to go now. I know where they're going, I just don't know where the place is yet. I know you said some words there. Hopewell will take her to the hub. It's a hosting and gathering point for some of the core consortium AIs. It's through a hidden gate, and I need to find out how to get to that gate. That doesn't sound like information they give out. Not usually, no. But I have a friend with an in. Well, I will soon. Isn't there any way to catch them while she's still on the station? If there is, Zevrik will manage it. I don't think that will happen, though. Oh, and since we're no longer being listened to, Eyepiece, call Zevrik. So, you failed. It was my fault, not theirs. Zevrik, we know where Hopal took Verily. We're going to go get her. Wonderful. Just don't forget you're bringing her to me first. I'll send a smellbot with you. Great. Bye. That was weird. After everything we've seen today, that's weird? I mean, they didn't ask any questions. They didn't even sound surprised. Oh, they know I'm going to contact the consortium. How... They know almost as much about Hopewell as I do, but Zevrek works for the AI Consortium. What? I, I thought they worked for whoever owns Free Boots. Yep. The AI Consortium owns Free Boots? Do I have to draw a diagram of what Zevrek works for the AI Consortium means? But then, Zevrek is working for the Restoration too. They don't think they are. But if they know that... You know the consortium is- They think I'm mistaken. Oh. Could they be right? No. The consortium set them up for this. They will have planted some story that would convince Zevrik the consortium couldn't possibly be behind the restoration. 
Right now, Zevrik is gloating that they finally have the upper hand over me. Why would they care about having the upper hand over my assistant? I really should have brought something to draw diagrams on. Zevrik knows that I'm Clarity. They have surveillance outside my storage bay. They saw me come out. Then why did you... Because I wanted them to know who I was. Do you want to keep discussing who knew what about whom, or do you want to get started so we can go after Verily? I'm sorry. And hey, thank you. I really screwed things up in there, and you're still helping me, so I want you to know... Oh, just get over it and kiss me. (laughs) Whoa, what? No, I mean... I mean, I didn't mean... (laughs) Oh. A joke. Yeah, that's great. I really enjoy jokes at times like this. Still, though, thank you. At this point, I know it would be easier to just wash your hands of the whole mess. Are you kidding me? Now it's finally getting interesting. Time elapsed since last entry. 28 minutes. Clarity didn't bother telling me what they'd be doing. Instead, they sent me on an errand. I'm supposed to find a place called Pier Parazzi, whatever that is, and talk to Gemma there. We'll need the gate authority to give us special passage through this hidden gate, even though, according to Clarity, the gate authority has no idea where it is or where it leads. I think we're barking up the wrong tree. I know Zevrik said the restoration couldn't afford Gemma, but... I bet it's some kind of cultural misunderstanding. Maybe among the Ha'al, whoever's out front is always the boss. In human culture, whoever has to deal with the discontented public is near the bottom of the heap, but who knows? Maybe Gemma has friends in high places. My eyepiece easily finds information on Pier Parasi. The listing describes it as an informal facility for fraternization and relaxant ingestion. Back on Luna, we call those bars. To get to Pier Parazzi, you have to go through the squatter's market, keeping a death grip on anything valuable, then down a grimy ramp into a warren of converted sub-basements. I have no idea how big the place is. A damp-walled, roundish chamber connects to an overlit hall full of throbbing alien music. get to a dim room where beings sit at a long, almost human-style bar. At the far end of that bar, I see Gemma. Her hair's down, and she's wearing a skin-tight jumpsuit, swirling with holographic patterns. She appears to be making out with an energy being. I slow down, but then she sees me, through her date, and breaks off to wave me over. Hey, honey... That's Lana from Luna. (laughs) Lana from Luna. Get over here, Delica. You gotta try some of this Camelin go-go juice. The Scent of Gravity is written, directed, produced, and engineered by Quinn Isla Reed, with additional story material and sound design by Rain Reed. Find new episodes every two weeks on scentofgravity.com or through your favorite podcast source. The Scent of Gravity features Jonah Higgins as Iore Polat, Hopewell, and Kid One. Jonathan Hall as the Twins and Theme Park announcer. 
Jennifer St. John as Blup Blup, Gemma, and the parent. Rain Reed as the time process, Zebrak and Grandpa. Jason Lorber as Clarity. Sue Reed St. John as Verily and Kid Two. Corey Zelliver as Lana. Quinn Isla Reed as Lana's Journal. And Catherine Bloom as the Smellbot and Ingeborg. Club music and Scent of Gravity theme written and performed by Quinn Isla Reed. Our show is set back from the future for reasons unknown and will have been translated from the original Citezon to 21st century American English by Ausubunad Luna 114 AI, updated May 2505. We don't take donations or earth advertising at this time, but if you enjoy the show, please spread the word using your mouth or other linguistic organ. And bark missives, bird noises, the tome of countenances, the most immediate wheat flour, cluck sounds, or some other means you may devise. And if you enjoy queer people talking, check out Quinn's Gender Identity Interview Podcast all the genders at allthegenders.com. Many thanks to our sponsor, Twins in America Theme Park. Tune in next time, if only to meet Gemma Constantine's nemesis.